back with the third season. You're listening to Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. What's going on, Night Shifters? This is Last Night's Coffee with Chuck. Um, John ran a triathlon this weekend, and he didn't die, but he just kept running, and we don't know where he's at. Everywhere so, I went, I was running. There, there he is. He showed up. <laughs> yeah, man. I came on in. What's up, my dude? <laughs> yeah, dude. I finished triathlon, man. I did it. You do you want to tell your time? Uh, yeah, I wrote them down. Yeah. Hang on. I put them in the okay. show notes. Hang on. Um, so I did. I, I swam nine minutes. Nine minutes for my swim. 38 minutes for my bike. 17 for my run. Okay. So have you swam that in nine minutes yet before that day? Nope. <laughs> nope. No, nope, not even close to it. Yeah. So I told you, I told you, you always race faster than you practice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, you were correct about that. I also suffered a little bit of um, uh, swim panic, race panic, swim race panic. And oh, okay. uh, yeah, most, a lot of my training went, totally out the window uh, awesome. pretty quickly <laughs> i'm not gonna lie um and i was just getting through it you know what i mean i was just yeah. treading getting through the water you know what i mean yeah. i i wouldn't say all my training went went by the wayside but the majority of it i was not like facing the water breath over to the side swimming right it was you... a totally different experience i experienced i had so much shock um first of all the water's freezing right which i was expecting that so that was not out of my expectation realm but that on top of there being so many other swimmers yeah and on top of not being able to see anything in the water um oh yeah because the water's black basically yeah i don't know what it's like when there's not several hundred other swimmers in the water um, but when there's several hundred other swimmers in the water, it's very murky. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you that much. So, you know, there was just so much throwing me off my element. Um, my element, there was, there was a big, there was a pretty good, I won't say a big, but there was a pretty good current going on the lake. You know, really? it was a little bit windy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was so windy. It was kind of, it was splashing all over me a lot more than a pool would, you know, it was, it was just a totally different experience. The open water swim was a totally different experience. Okay. Um, but I did, I did it in nine minutes. That's faster than I've ever swam it in a pool. That that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, a lot, a lot better than I was expecting. I would do, I wouldn't say it's pretty good, but it's better than I was expecting. I would. Did you pass anybody in the water? Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, yeah. So they actually, you know, one of the officials up there, he kind of lied to us. He was like, hey, guys, you know, for you inexperienced swimmers, if you guys really start to freak out out there, just stand up. You know, no big deal. You can stand up. (laughs) So uh, my dumb self, like I'm getting pretty tired about halfway through. And I'm like, let me let me check right here. Nope. There was no ground right there, my friend. (laughs) Um. But I did, yeah, I did pass quite a few people, man. There were people hanging on to canoes, like, really? that were for real panicking, yeah. 
I mean, swim panic or, you know, open water race swim panic is a real thing. Apparently I don't, I, I had a little bit of it, you know, I just, okay. where I just kind of, you know, went to reverted to my, my known ways rather than my trained ways, you know? Well, you survived that part. I survived. I got through it. I did it faster than I was expecting. And, uh, I had a good time, man. And then the, the, the bike was actually the, the cold part, man. You get used to the water pretty quick or at least in the wetsuit you do. Uh, I was wearing a wetsuit, you know? So, um, but the bike, once you strip off and I was still kind of wet, I, even though I did dry off a little bit, I was still kind of wet going on the bike, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I was pretty cold on the bike, my friend. I'm not going to lie. I bet. I bet. I, now, you know, we gotta go ahead and tell the people I didn't make it. Oh yeah. Chuck wasn't there. Uh, I slept late. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good, man. It's all good. I had quite the the cheering party there. I think I had the largest cheering party of anybody. So that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. I'll take it, uh, man. I'll take. What it. was your What was your start time? Because you never did send it to me. So I started at seven thirty four, and with transitions and everything, I ended at eight forty four. Wow! So an hour and ten minutes. So you beat the time that we had set for you to beat. That's right. Yeah. What whatever movie you were watching, I just remember you saying an hour seventeen minutes. Yeah, and I've so had was, that time in my mind ever it was, since. It was the TV show Eastbound and Down. Oh, there you go. And Terrence, the um the I guess you would say, would you call him the enemy? Yes. Of, yes, he would be the oh, yeah. enemy of of our main uh <laughs> character, Kenny Powers. Um, he would be the competing love interest for his woman. That's right. That's right. And he the had antagonist. Re- the antagonist. That's the word. Yes. And he was the protagonist, even though he was a butthole. Yeah. Yeah. Kitty's still the good guy. Uh, Kitty's still the good guy. Another. Because in this documentary, it's a true story. In this documentary, <laughs> he is our our person. That's true. That's true. And, um, it's kind of like The Office, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like you don't always like the people or what they're doing, but it's like, you know, they they might be a retard, but they're our retard. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. So his time that he had set for himself to be was a uh, hour 17 and you beat that in your first one. There you go, dude. I'm, I was really stoked. So I, I'm going to say this a little hesitantly. Okay. Um, I finished with some energy. I saw that. I saw I the was, videos. I was a little irritated with myself that I I had plenty of energy when I finished. You know, I I'm not one of those guys. Most most people are wearing heart rate monitors. Right. Like they know where to stay. I yeah. don't, right? Like I was just going off of how I feel. I was like, well, I just I mean, need to make sure I get through this thing. You paced yourself like the nature boy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, guess. You went, you know, old school. Yeah. I went by how I felt. Yeah. And I made it yeah. and I did I did fine for whatever you know i had zero expectation of myself really i just wanted to beat that hour 17 in the back of my head so Uh, did they did they divide it up by age groups they do divide the final standings and all that and do podiums and i didn't hang around for any of it man so you don't know where you finished oh gosh no but chuck i'm in like the elite of the elite level like so like I'm in like yeah. 31 to 34, dude. That's like the prime of any man's life. Yeah. And I'm right at, I'm 34. So well, 
I mean, that's what you say. I think I'm in my prime. <laughs> if you say so. I hope you feel that way. I'm I hope you really prime. do feel that way. But, yeah, you'll you'll feel that way when you're 43. Well, yeah. I hope so, man. I hope so. Look, I do. I do need to shout out a couple of people because shout them out. Shout them out. There was a there was a few people who made this totally possible and who who helped me along the way. Uh, Kevin, uh, shout out Kevin Halpin. Thank you so much for the wetsuit, my dude. I could not have have uh, even began to run the race had you not uh, provided me with the wetsuit. So thank you, my dude. I really appreciate it. Um, and I got to thank my dad for lit, for uh, lending me the bike. Uh, I couldn't have, obviously couldn't have done it without him and and, and the bike. Uh, so thanks pops. And also the initial, um, challenge, you know, really to pursue this. So thank you. Uh, you, you set it off and, uh, uh, well, he uh, said you would die. Yeah. He said I would die. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't do that. So, you know, he didn't, he, he did not come. He actually had a golf tournament to attend, oh. so he couldn't even be there for it. Did you call uh, him up and go, look, old man, I'm still I know. alive. I wanted to I wanted to rub it in his face a little bit, but <laughs> don't do that because then he'll come out of there and beat you. Yeah, I know he would too. He would. Um he he's a wild old man. But um also gotta thank my wife. She let me dedicate a lot of time to training. And thanks, Chuck, for being in the, the podcast. I was late a few times and all that stuff, just trying hey, to get my swims in. So thanks, man. Appreciate it. So are you doing the one in August? I'm considering the one in August. Um, I'm considering it. I'm not ruling it out. I'm considering it. I've, I need to find, you know, I'm not made of money, so I need to find a cheaper place to swim. Um, for this one and the short amount of time I had to prepare for it, I just went ahead and got the most convenient place. Yeah. Um, you- so if I wanted to continue to do this sort of training, I would need to find a cheaper place to swim. You can come swim in my pool for free. Well, I'm sure I could. I need a. You uh, just you just be pulling circles. You know, I had this crazy idea. If triathlons are going to be in the lake all the time, why don't I just go swim in the lake? I mean, you know, uh, it's not a bad, and it's not like that's a high traffic lake. Yeah, I mean, I just it's just a crazy idea I had. I, I'm not committed to that idea. It's just one that it was it was it was an idea I, that I had. So the, the I'm not thing- ruling that out. The only thing saying. is, you can't do that by yourself. Like you need. Yeah, yeah I need a spotter, and like I can't carry any sort of flotation device with me, because that would defeat the whole purpose, right? And well, you could uh, tow a rope with a float on it, like the uh, lifeguards do. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. an idea. Like tie it off to my ankle or something. Yeah, that way, at least if you sunk, they'd know where to find you. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm worried about. You know, if I go down, it's not like you know. It's not like anyone would really, I don't know, someone might save me if I went down, but by that time, by the time you've dragged me out and everything, I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't be in top physical condition. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, just an idea I had. Um, yeah, so it was an awesome experience, man. I got to finish. They gave me a medal. They gave me a t-shirt. They gave me a water bottle. Wow. They had me hooked up. Hey, I know you saw I was representing the podcast and I my I saw wife. that. I yeah. saw that. Me and Catherine both representing the podcast out there at no, uh, good. at 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 the uh, Tri Four Gold. That's what it was called, the Tri Four Gold. Well, um, next, put on by the Peachtree City Triathlon Club. So, when are you going to do a uh, Ironman? I don't know when I'm going to do an Ironman, dude. That is a serious swim that I can't even attempt to fathom. Um, so 112 mile bike ride 
Yeah, and the swim is how far? I think 2,000 yards. Yeah, they're like – four miles or something like that. Yeah, they're up there, man. They are way up there. So the one – so there's the triathlon in August that I am considering. I am considering it's 500 yards swimming. Mm. Um, So add a couple hundred onto Mm -hmm. it. It's 13 miles bike, so add five miles onto the bike, Mm -hmm. and then it's a full – 5k it's a it's a 5k so it's like 3.2 or whatever miles <laughs> oh you want to sign up for it no I'm, I'm just talking about i mean i i, I do real sports yeah. uh. oh man oh man yeah so i had to develop that 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 little comeback man because i did have people who were like oh that's not too bad that's not too bad so every time someone started saying that i was like oh so will you sign up for the next one with me and they stopped that they stopped that uh that doesn't sound too bad talk (laughs) everybody does don't worry that's right (laughs) Um, so uh you want a little racing update yes i do please well we fired the car off this weekend yes oxen ford racing is back in business it sounded good uh, we got a few little things to work out. Okay. But uh, other than that. The engine sounded good, man. Everything ran good. Nice and crisp. Great. Yeah. Great. You got a full break in on it? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Good. Pretty, much. Pretty good. Much. When are we expecting to be on the track? Do you have any update on, on track expectations? I have no idea. Really? Because, yeah. We'll get into it more as we know what's going on. We had a we had a little hiccup. Okay, so a slight setback. A little slight setback. So we got to see what that's going to take, and uh, you know, it, it. You just got to roll with it, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's that's part of racing, but you're going to get the car together. I mean, there's more to do other than that as well. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And luckily, you've got so many hands working on it, or at least three three yeah. sets. <laughs> But uh, and Paul's racing this weekend, so we is got it, he's gonna get on the track in Sonoya. Yep, yep right on. It's uh, we're trying to make so there's a touring series that comes around for the front wheel drive cars, and uh, it pays five thousand to win, two hundred to start. Wow! So we're gonna try to make that race for Paul. But, yeah, Paul's gonna try to make it. Uh, where, as as, where, where, and when? It's. Saturday night at Sonoma. Oh, it's Saturday. Saturday. Night. Oh, okay. And yeah. That, this is the race. I got you. Yeah. And well, actually, we got to qualify, practice and qualify on Friday night. And then Saturday night is the race. So we will know kind of where we're standing Saturday. Yeah. Or Friday, Friday after practice and qualifying, if we even got a chance. They're expecting about 60 cars to show up. That's a pretty hefty uh, field right there for, for the Hot Shots class. Yeah. That's a real hefty field. And to make it worse, none of my uh, – like my vinyl is on back order that order, so. Oh, no. So you're not going to be able to number his car? It'll just have some white 55s on it probably. Well, use what you got. Yeah, but like sponsors and all that won't be on there for this race. Oh, man. We got to get last night's coffee on there. I know, I know. We got to get last night's coffee on there. And uh, I've got some more sponsors, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, we need to get some of those on some of the other cars, too. We Um, we can do that. We can do that. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, 
Well, that's, that's awesome, man. I'm excited that the engine's up and running, dude. That's great news, dude. Yeah. Now let's uh let's we got a birth and a death. What do we want to talk about first? Let's uh let's give the listeners the bad news first, and a lot of them have probably already heard it, but we lost a legend. Jerry Springer died unexpectedly last week. Uh, I read that he died from cancer and he didn't even realize he had cancer till it was too late. Oh, wow. So, wow. That's a crappy way to go out. Did you watch Jerry when you got home from school? Of course, man. Of course. Didn't you? Not as much as some people because there was always somebody home at my house. And it's like, ah, that's right. Dad know, worked night shifts. You know, yeah. Dad worked nights. So it's like, <laughs> hey, uh, you know, yeah. So you couldn't watch it that much. Stupid stuff. But uh, I did. I was familiar with Jerry. Um, he was a big free speech advocate. Really? Yes. I don't remember that aspect of him. Well, you don't. There, there was a political aspect to him, and uh, yeah, he did some stuff that he probably shouldn't have. But uh, he, he did some things too to to help um, promote free speech in this country. So. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. That's right, dude. That's right. I have a question. Why why would people chant that to get other people to fight? Why would the name Jerry? I don't know. I don't know. Like, what made, what possessed people? Like, what was it about that name that made people want to fight even more? Or like, the, that made, what, what, what about his name made other people want, made a huge group of people want to chant it? Uh, pro- I don't know. Maybe it was the uh, sign that we couldn't see the, the studio audience could. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, even to this day, bro. Even to this day, I feel like if if a fight breaks out, you can be like Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. and everybody will join in or at least know what you're talking about. They'll know yeah. it means a fight's going on or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, now, did you know this little tidbit? His 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 family, his mom and dad, got the last two visas out of Poland before the Nazis closed it. Whoa! I had no idea. Yeah, his so, mom and dad. Yeah, so his his uncles and and his grandparents were killed by the Nazis in concentration camps. Oh yeah, he's he's Jewish. He's totally yeah. Jewish, isn't he? Totally Jewish. That should be the name of a rock band. <laughs> Totally Jewish. <laughs> okay. Yes, that could be, be. <laughs> that could be Adam Sandler's like. Uh, oh my god! Sequel to Airheads, <laughs> like he's washed up. Yeah, dude. You know, and he's like, he didn't make it. Now, now him and his other friends are getting together. Look, man, we need you to come play drums. You're totally Jewish. Yeah, like he's coming out of his out of that like. um that phase where he was all in like the coffee shops with his acoustic guitar and like yeah. it's time for him to break back out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they're and totally goes, Jewish. <laughs> and, and, and then at the end, you know, their encore songs, always the Hanukkah song. That's right, dude. He's already got it locked and loaded, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, man. That's no, true. I'm not, I'm not totally Jewish. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Let's hit the listeners with the with the wonderful, beautiful birth we had this past week, Chucker. 
Willie B. Jr.'s son. Oh, so wait, Willie B. Do you remember Willie B.? I remember Willie B. If you grew up in Atlanta, Willie B. was the zoo's main attraction before we yeah. got the pandas. Absolutely. Uh, I have seen Willie B. Yep. Have you seen Willie B.? I have. Big deal. So Willie B. Jr., which is Willie B.'s senior son, had his first child this week. That's amazing. So yet another generation of Atlantans and Georgians and children all around the world will get to experience the Willie B family. That's so this is third born third generation Atlanta zoo. Yeah. That's pretty spectacular. So it's not like the pandas where they have to ship them off or anything like that. Huh? No, no, we own these, these guys. Oh, wow. Interesting. Interesting. That's really cool, man. Yeah, so I think it's pretty cool. I haven't been to the zoo in years. I was thinking about that the other day. I haven't been to the zoo since I was a kid. Really? Probably sixth grade. Oh, dude, you should totally go check know, it out, man. I know. It wasn't, it wasn't even the Atlanta Zoo that I went to in sixth grade. It was uh, whatever zoo's up near Washington because I was on the Washington trip when I went. Oh, my goodness, Chucker. You have got to get over to the zoo, my friend. It's a cool experience, dude. I went over there when they had this big dinosaur exhibit one time. It was awesome. So you didn't go to the uh, Q100 primal mating parties? No, I never went to any of those. Oh, never okay. attended any of those. I mean, I was just wondering. No, no, I never went I figured, there. figured your taste in music, that would have been right, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. no, I like. Uh, Say it ain't so. Yeah. I just never went to those. I never went there. Mm, no, okay. no, that was a little that that was that was away from me, my friend. Praise God, <laughs> praise God. We got to take an ad break on that note. You got me stumped on that one, man. Hey, Night Shifters, we've got a new sponsor, and that sponsor is Eileen Ayers with Bush Real Estate. You can find her at movingcoweta.com for all of your real estate needs in and around Coweta County. Find her at movingcoweta.com. Chucker, why are we listening to Aerosmith right now? Man, look, Aerosmith is probably one, probably one of the best bands in the country, maybe the world. Really, that's quite the assertion. Um, you think they're one of the best American rock bands of all time, or American I, bands of all time? I do think so. I mean, uh, they they've spanned they're they're they span generations. Um, yeah they've i don't know man it's uh it's uh, they're iconic they're still together steven tyler mm -hmm. joe perry who else oh what's the drummer's name i can't ever remember everybody other them. than them those are the only two i can remember right isn't it joe perry yes joe perry okay um let's see members uh, they are pretty epic though i mean think about their collaboration with run dmc yeah I mean, one of my personal favorite 
Aerosmith songs Dream On, which is just okay. a totally different song. So that that's because basically there's two Aerosmiths. There's the Dream On Toys in the Attic Aerosmith, and then there's the Reborn Aerosmith that come out of the late 80s, early 90s, and kept on kept on going and you know was somewhat sober er sober er <laughs> yeah well um, i mean they they still came out with some awesome music though i mean think yeah. about they made it so huge anybody who's anybody knows that song from uh, armageddon right right but dude they broke they made alicia silverstone's career oh yeah i forgot all about that because she's in two of the videos yeah, in, she probably would have never got that role in Clueless or whatever if it right. wasn't for Aerosmith. She was in uh, Crying, no, Crazy. She was in Crazy yes. and Crying. Yeah, yeah, she was definitely in Crazy. I remember that. That was a wild video, man. Dude, when that video came out, I remember when it came out. And you're sitting there like, ooh. Oof, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're oof, yeah. Say no more, say no more. Wink wink nudge nudge, you know what I mean? But, yeah, dude, Aerosmith. So why are we listening to Aerosmith? So Aerosmith has announced this morning, uh Monday, May first. Is it Monday? It is May. It is May first. Um, that they are doing their final tour. Wow. They're wow. calling it the Peace Out Tour. Now, is have they done any final tours before? I don't think so. I hope not. I don't think they've done that many retirement tours. Um, let's see. I really um, hope not, man. You know how some bands will do like 10 retirement tours? Dude, Elton John's been on a final tour for <laughs> like three years now. <laughs> yeah. Do we just give people passes like is it like brett Favre though like is it like yeah we just we we see well, them like yeah they're okay they're doing their thing still but like you just can't quite keep up with the competition what what keeps these guys alive what keeps I, we'll, we'll say um it's really rolling stones you know yeah what keeps a mick jagger ticking yeah, it's playing every day. It's playing every day. It's playing that music for sure. I will. I won't disagree with that. So I won't disagree with that. That's a very good point, man. Yeah, I mean, I still like. I I think we talked about it last week, right? Uh, first concerts, dude. I saw Chuck Berry when he was like seventy-five years old and loved every second of it. Yeah. So still these guys are totally capable of putting on awesome shows. So they're doing this farewell tour with the Black Crows. Oh man! Playing are they coming every... to Atlanta? Yes. Of course they are. They're playing Phillips Arena. Oh, man. That's where I saw uh, Eric Clapton. Oh, really? I have not ever stepped foot. I have not stepped foot in Phillips Arena yet. Oh, well, it's called State Farm Arena now, but yeah. Oh, well, see. The arena. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. The big arena up there. That big arena in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all good. Well, that's amazing, dude. I we might have to check Aerosmith. What? When are they coming to Atlanta? Uh, let's see here. Uh, I think we can answer that because we have the internet. 
Praise God, baby. Man, the internet makes things so easy. It's almost as easy as being a backup quarterback in the NFL to like Brett Favre. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to Jerry Glanville, that guy? Could you – I mean, I was telling Charlie the other day, I said the best – the best job that you can have in the world is backup quarterback to somebody like, you know, one of those franchise style or iconic style quarterbacks. Oh, absolutely. The type because of guys who do- aren't going to get knocked out of the game. Right. Yeah. Because you're, you're going to, you're just going to sit there and make millions riding the bench. Oh, absolutely. For, for four or five, six years and then retire. Absolutely, man. I mean, that was one of the things about being Brett Favre's backup, dude. That guy played with broken thumb, broken ribs. He didn't yeah. care, man. Yeah, so you're just sitting there collecting a paycheck. Saturday, yeah. October 14th at State Farm Arena. October 14th, man. All right, we'll keep that in mind. We'll keep that in mind. Shout out to Aerosmith. Thank you for all the good tunes over all the many years. Yeah, that would be good. Or you could go see them in Raleigh. They're playing Raleigh. Interesting. They're playing Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Belmont Park, New York, Toronto, Chicago. It's all arenas. It's no big stadiums. Yeah, that makes sense. All indoors. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame them. Well, hey, man, we got uh, May the 4th coming up this week. Have you been uh, catching up on your Star Wars? Dude, I'm so caught up on Star Wars right now. They're calling me for ideas. (laughs) I tell you what, man, I've been uh, I was getting into Mandalorian before the show, uh, before oh, okay. we started, before the podcast. I was catching up on a, on some more Mandalorian. So it's getting better, right? It is getting much better. Thank you so much for telling me to persevere. Yeah, just keep going. And just keep going, people. Keep if going. any if any of our listeners have started Mandalorian season two and thought the same thing I did, this is kind of run of the mill i'm getting a little bit bored what the heck am i even watching at this point this doesn't even look like mandalorian stuff like if you get to that point just go just push through push through you got trust this. trust the process yeah it's getting very interesting i had a hard time putting it down to you know get ready for the podcast yes yeah, it's, it's been really good um I really enjoyed it. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. But uh, do you have made the fourth plans? You know, I'm just hoping to catch up on more Star Wars. I'll probably binge some Star Wars on May the 4th itself. So Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably just uh, get up and turn it on. Yeah. And just let it play. And that way when I come through the house, I'm like, oh, look, we're at this point. That's right, every time. Whether you like Star Wars or not, and I know – I'm I I enjoy Star Wars movies. I am not a super fan where I can tell you all kinds of stuff about it. Right. I'm I but I enjoy the franchise. Sure. Um you've got to respect the fact that that's one of the most influential one of the biggest movie franchises has ever been. Ever. Ever. They created a whole world. Absolutely. And when you talk to people like of my parents' generation, probably your parents' generation as well, when they talk about Star Wars, they talk about it like on a whole nother level. Yeah. Like when it came out, they were all like, 
what are we watching? What is happening? Like everything was so different and so groundbreaking when it first came out back then. It, yeah, I mean, it, it it set the stage. Yeah, that's what I always love about Star Wars is talking to, you know, the next generation above me about it because they remember when the original Star Wars came out and and it was so different. And it's always been a good enough it's been where you could watch it with your family and yeah. everybody enjoys something about it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I personally am a fan of the way they wrapped up the storyline. I don't have a problem with it, man. You know, I, I, I enjoy all nine of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they, you got to take them for what they are. It's a, it's a movie that was written by people. So yes, for my entertainment, for my entertainment and, <laughs> And yeah, there might be some like, holes in the storyline. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, I mean, it's not like it's not like they're writing a religious artifact, <laughs> right? Right. And and unfortunately, there are a lot of Star Wars fans that take it like a religion. Man, they are. Yeah, dude. Some of those people are so hardcore, and we all know a few. I mean, um, I know quite a few grown men who know yeah. way too much about Star Wars. Yeah. This is the way. This is the way, dude. This is the way. Hey, I got to shout out my daughter. It's her birthday today, May 1st, hey. man. All right. So that's our first step into... Oh, wait. We skipped something. What did we skip? Cinco de Mayo. Oh. Yeah, we can hit on that, too. That's cool. Because I thought we was going into birthdays in this week's history is why I said it like that. Oh. So Cinco oh, yeah. de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo is on a Friday. Oh, I it is, huh? Fridays. Oh, my gosh. What are you going to do? Um, I will start off with some tacos. Okay. Probably. Okay. I don't know, because I, I can't really eat. So, I'm going to back it up a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, I was doing the intermittent, intermittent fasting. from Yes. And I realized it was from before Christmas till basically last week, where I took a week off because I was, I had hit a plateau. So. Oh. So I, I took a week off. I hit a plateau, getting back into it hard and heavy today. Okay. With some changes. Okay. I will no longer be just, you know, like basically the way I was doing it within that window, I had no rules. Right. I could eat, I would eat what I want to within that window. Correct. Well, that only took me so far. Okay. So, so now, now you're going to tighten up. Now I had to clean it up a little bit. Take away the breads, the Pepsis. Okay. You know, take away some of the sugar. Eat closer to carnivore style. Yeah. Or keto style, however, however you want to look at. It. They're basically the same diet. I yeah, mean, they it, probably come pretty close. I mean, don't you're, they? you're 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 splitting hairs at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could you know if you go straight carnivore, you can't have rice. <laughs> okay. But, you know, That's you about have the only little, difference. You have you a little bit of rice and, you know. And then there's some people on that carnivore. They're like, well, it's more of a hunter-gatherer. So if you can gather it like berries and stuff like that, you can have it. I don't know, man. There's, there's, It gets almost like a religion when people oh, go I'm on sure. these diets. Yeah, the way people diet now and in the, in the extremes that they take it yeah. is unbelievable. I'm just looking at it like, okay, I've been eating like this. And if I eat like this, I know that that will be better than the way I've been eating. So right. <laughs> we'll take it this style for a month or so and see 
where I lose some more weight and um, go from there. But I did enjoy Arby's roast beef or a brisket sandwich the other day, and that was really nice. I will say, dude, you um, you were very strict on your intermittent fasting. I was really yeah, proud of you. As far as like, the times. As far yeah, as the you times. were so strict on that, man. I uh, was really proud of you. I couldn't believe it. Like you really you really stuck to it. And I and I noticed a, a severe improvement, man. That was awesome. I felt better. It's not that hard to stick to the times. So okay. the time for me is not hard because okay. I get up about twelve and or about eleven thirty, by twelve I can eat. Right. And then I fast at work. Right. Um, so that's not so bad. The The part for me is going to be not eating what I want to eat. Mm. You know, but whatever. Yeah. I got to yeah. get down. I got to get down. So I you're going to do got, it, man. I got faith in you. I'll support you. But so that might affect what I do for Cinco de Mayo just a little bit. Yeah. Because I have found a pork shoulder in the freezer. Oh, man. So it's probably going to get cooked this weekend. Oh, right on. That sounds great, man. That sounds like a good Cinco de Mayo right there. Dude, I didn't even know it in it. Tacos al pastor. <laughs> uh, yeah, come ain't on. That, ain't that what that is? Ain't yes, that sir. Yeah, pulled pork tacos. Yeah, <laughs> now, do you normally celebrate Cinco de Mayo? If I'm not at work, I'll celebrate anything, John. <laughs> I heard that, dude. I'm not going to take off work to celebrate it, but uh, I, know I have it's celebrated like a, it before. I know it's the, um, you know, I have this week in history stuff pulled up. I can look it up. I wonder, I want to, I know it's not the Mexican Independence Day like has been promoted. Okay. So celebrated in Mexico as Cinco de Mayo, a national holiday in remembrance of the Battle of Puebla in 1862, in which Mexican troops under General Ignacio Zaragoza. That's out- a name. Yeah, that's a name. I'm, I'm proud of myself for getting through that one. Uh, outnumbered three to one, defeated the invading French forces of Napoleon III. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just a, a, a famous battle, really, against where Napoleon. they were outnumbered and, you know, famous for them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's basically cool. uh that's it there. It'd yeah, be, it's like the Mexican Spartan story. Yeah, you know it'd be funny is if we were celebrating Cinco de Mayo and since nobody really knows what it is, if it was a day it was a battle that they won against America, and then you got all these drunk rednecks celebrating <laughs> Cinco de Mayo because it's something to celebrate. That would be funny. That would be, uh, yeah, I'm sure we don't see a whole lot of Cinco de Mayo celebration happening in France. No, no. So if, if on, (laughs) on, what's that? On uh, St. Patrick's Day, everyone's Irish. So is Friday everyone Mexican? (laughs) Sure, dude. I mean, (laughs) do we have the jurisdiction to say that? Uh, we can declare that. (laughs) Yeah, amen. That's what I'm talking about, bro. We have declared everyone Mexican Friday. Oh, we might get deported. Oh no, we might get canceled. <laughs> we All right. That on the basis of we are last night's coffee with Chuck and John. That's right. Um, yeah. And we were born here. Um, <clears throat> That's right. So this week in history, John. All right. I've got to say, this is a really tough one. Let me give the listeners a quick rundown because there's so many 
things that happened this week in history. And I have had a hard time picking through it. So we had, oh man, I'm going to have to go back here. We had George Washington became the first president of the United States of America. Under the Constitution. Under the Constitution, right. That's debatable whether or not he was the first actual president of the United States. Mm, Interesting. Also, we had Muhammad Ali. He was stripped of his heavyweight boxing title for dodging the draft. Hmm. We also have the Kent State shootings. What, four died, right, at the hands of National Guardsmen, I four believe? Four dead in Ohio. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, and also, bin Laden was killed by U.S. Mm. Special Forces this week in history. Well, win some, you lose some. We won there, but we lost with Kent State. So, You know... Oh, we also had the Lusitania this week. I mean, there was quite a few things, okay? Yeah, the Lusitania sinking, that's pretty much entered us into the war, right? I believe so. Um, So, yeah, there was a lot happening this week in history. But um, out of all of that, I kind of wanted to focus on Muhammad Ali getting stripped of his title. But you've got me intrigued about George Washington. Explain this thing about george washington okay. not being the first president i've never heard this before <laughs> all right so before the constitution was set up we were set up as the article of confederation right there was presidents of this country that were served as president of the united states under the articles of Con- articles of confederation george washington is the first president to serve under constitution interesting Yeah, I see that. In November 1781, John Hanson became the first president of the United States and Congress assembled under the Articles of Confederation. Yep. Wow. What? Oh, does it happen to say that guy's race? John Hanson? Yeah. No, it does not. Hmm. Let's Google John Hanson. John Hanson president. There we go. Uh, John Hanson was a Liberian senator during the mid-19th century who has been erroneously claimed as the first black president of the United States. Not much Hmm. is known about Hanson's early life. He was born into slavery in Baltimore, Maryland around 1791. Hmm. So there you go. He was not technically, he was not black, but he was not American. He was Liberian. And by the Constitution, he was not. Uh, but are you, I thought Liberians were, were black, John. Are I could be wrong. No, I, no, I don't know. I it's it is near Egypt. Yeah. So anyway, regardless, uh, he was president. He served as president of the United States for a time before the Constitution set up. So yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, they don't like to talk about that. That's really interesting, man. Thank you for that little tidbit of uh, information. Because I didn't know that one. The, so the southern states, even though they ratified the Constitution, they soon found out that they did not like living under the Constitution because they liked the Articles of Confederation better because it gave the federal government less power. Mm. 
the Constitution because it can be interpreted and weaved and what and 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 all that is what gave the federal government more power, and that's how you know we kind of got to the Civil War and then to now where we're at now. So, anyway, yeah, where are we right now, Chucker? Um, I'm not really sure where we're at right now, but uh, it don't seem fun. You know it's what I mean? Interesting, it's an interesting place to be. These people, yeah, I ain't getting into it. Yeah, <laughs> you almost got me there, John. Yeah, I was trying, man. I was trying to, I was trying to hook you for a second. I was wondering if you followed. Yeah, you, you got you a meme tried. for me, dude. Uh, I do have a meme for you. I was just happened to be looking at it. Oh, right on. Send it this way, my dude. Since your phone's been on silent all weekend. Oh, man. I don't know. You got any memes? It'd be a whole lot cooler if you did. It's the meme of the week. Some of y'all ain't ever heard the true story of the little engine that could, and it shows. <laughs> Major pain. Major pain, dude. I absolutely love that scene. That is such a good scene in a movie. Every kid should watch that. Every kid should watch it. You want me to show you something to take your mind off that pain? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh, hey, let me correct myself. So Liberia okay. is on the west coast of Africa. Not on the northeast coast. I I thought Liberia was up towards Egypt. It is not. It is on the far west coast of Africa. Okay. So it would be African, but I guess not black. I don't know, because he's not black in skin color. Correct. So I guess that's where a lot of this conspiracy mm. is coming from. Kind of like Elon. Yeah, kind of like Elon. He's South African, right? Yeah. So that's, that's not African. Right. Well, no, he's African. He's from Africa. Yeah, yeah, but he's not African. Oh, no, it's no? such it's such a strange world we live in, Chucker. But his his passport says he's from Africa. <laughs> but his but first certificate said he was born in South Africa. But but don't that make him African? I'm American. I was born in America. That's right. That's right. I mean, come on. I mean, come on now. Somebody talk to me. Anyway. <laughs> thank you for a good show man great show we'll see y'all next week have a good one guys